Are you curious how Julie's experienced tremendous success in the male-dominated construction industry? Well, don't miss her exclusive interview on three secrets to success in a man's world at julielottenliving.com slash secrets. That's julielottenliving.com slash secrets. You can find the link in this episode's show notes to access the video now. Welcome to Julie Lawton Living, featuring engaging conversations on creating the life, business, and luxury home of your dreams. With over 30 years of experience in the design-build industry, Julie has completed over 1,000 remodels and custom homes in Southern California and provides architecture, design, engineering, and general contracting as a unique one-stop shop for her clients. Let's join the conversation now. Julie, welcome back to the show. It's great to be with you today. Thanks, David. Great to be here. Okay, we're talking about women in construction in this episode. And for some people, that could just sound outlandish. Women in construction, What? what is this, is this even possible? I've only seen men working in construction. So one, I guess I wouldn't even want to start off with how common are women in the whole world of architecture, design, and construction? Well, the women are still a minority, and I think the percentage in construction is possibly 14%. I just looked at something the other day, but it's low, you know, and uh, it's um, changing, but it'll take a long time before it was be female-dominated, that's for sure. But that's one of the reasons why we're talking about this is because we want to see that number increase, of course, to beyond 14%. We want to see it climbing. Yes. Um, you have been in this world, in this industry for over 30 years. What are some of the challenges that you have faced as a woman in a primarily male-dominated industry? Well, as a woman in a male-dominated industry, you know, they're like, well, what are you doing here? And why are you here? And do you even know what you're talking about? You know, all that stuff. So it's... um. Because, you know, I was born in 1962 and they didn't even make rules for women to survive the office until the 70s. So the work environment. So I have seen it all and witnessed the horrible things that can happen with an unchecked environment. But now it's great. But for some reason, women never thought of being in construction because I think they really didn't feel comfortable. And a lot of people think construction means strapping on a tool belt and breaking your back. So it isn't, but um, they're definitely, um, it's changed, but women are just getting started. So one of the uh, challenges that I heard you say is that uh, people would have a perception that a woman doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know about anything in construction. Have you had, um, well, I shouldn't say have you, tell me about some experiences when people have assumed that you didn't know anything. Any any humorous or challenging experiences? Well, I mean, when I was in the beginning, when I was in my 20s, you know, I was in the architectural side of it. So they were very respectful, but they didn't dare talk to me about the construction or the construction language. And we kept, we both all stayed in our own lane. But when I became a contractor in the beginning, the sub would just look at me or, or the, you know, the guy I was about ready to work with and uh, just look at me like, really? And then they would ask questions and try to trick me, ask trick questions. And of course I knew more than they did already, but I was constantly challenged. Yeah, it was funny and uh, a little bit of weird disrespect because some of them are a little weird, but yeah. 
talk to me about the issues regarding um, uh, objectification of women or sexuality in terms of that environment in the construction world. I think that there is a bit of perception that kind of the construction environment is not necessarily a respectful place for women, to say the least. How, how have you dealt with that over the years in terms of, I don't know, whether it's catcalling or inappropriate comments or, you know, objectification? How have you navigated that world? Well, first of all, I'm the boss, so it's easy. But in the beginning, when I was a young girl in New York City, I would show up in a skirt and heels because it was the 80s and it was constantly cat calls. So I just quietly say thank you. But I try not to react or respond because I'm just, what's this chick doing in the job site running around in heels? Because, um, you know, that's just how we dressed back then. But it was technically harmless. But if they, if I was their boss, they would never do it. But it was open game back then. And just the way it was. And, um, but I, I handle it seriously. Because I am the boss. So I take it very serious. Because I am tall, six foot, um, I mean, six foot in heels. And, uh, you know, I have a figure. So I purposely down dress. I downplay. I do not wear makeup. I dress responsibly. And I don't let any femininity or sexuality come into the picture because it's your mindset. So I control that and it makes everybody more comfortable. So that's what I do consciously and subconsciously. I don't bring that into the table and um, or, or let that confuse the atmosphere. So I'm very strong opinionated about how you should look and dress and your attitude because construction is a serious business. And when you know what you're doing, it's serious. The construction site is all business. So it's, it's, it's not what you think it's all business. And people are very respectful because you have to work with each other. It's teamwork. It's mandatory. I know one of the, the conversations that we've had in the past where you've talked about some females will utilize their femininity to, uh, I don't know, somehow gain um, uh, a, a, a different perspective among men and they'll undo their blouse on the way to the construction site? Or what is your perspective on using sexuality in that way? Well, it's stupid and uh, you will automatically not be respected and people can't listen to you or pay attention to you if you're just scantily or you're purposely showing your chest off or whatever you're doing. But it's not appropriate and and people won't take you serious and 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 then you'll be thought of horribly and um it makes a dangerous situation but if you're dressed like a prostitute no one's going to take you serious okay mm. i don't care who you are <laughs> so you have to be careful how you present yourself and if you use sexuality it shows your mind is weak and you're trying to trick somebody into listening to you or trick so you're not using your you know, brain. And um, I think I find that sad. I have a very strong opinion about, you know, how I look and how women look in general and what they do to a- accomplish attention. And um, I'm not a fan of people that are scantily clad. So uh, I don't get it. <laughs> so, you, so you don't let the men on your construction site go shirtless all the time? that's funny but that no of course not and they have to be dressed appropriately and safely and um it would be disgusting to even think about that and um you know it's just not right but you know in the 70s and 80s all the guys on construction sites were wearing short shorts because that was the style (laughs) and no shirts 
because there was no OSHA. <laughs> and uh, you could get a tan and drink beer when you're doing framing. Hey, my God, life of luxury in construction in the 70s. <laughs> Things are a little different now. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say would be the benefits to the industry and ultimately to the client if more women were involved in the design, architecture, and, and construction parts of the business? Well, the value women bring is the organizational multitasking skill. And I'm not saying men can't do it because they're a great construction contractors and construction management leaders and men, of course, and engineers and architects. But those fields are normally predominantly uh, male. But the women bring the multitasking organizational skill to the table. And a woman might, might be a softer approach to problem solving or you know, not be getting in your face and maybe looking for solutions instead of confrontation. So I know that, you know, a woman is less likely to, let's say, bully or confront or just, you know, push people around maybe. I mean, there's a, it's a personality difference between men and women. It's everybody has to be separated according to their personality, not their sex, but their women could maybe bring that analytical problem-solving, multitasking aspect. And that's why women make good project managers and good uh, construction managers because we are technically, they say, better multitaskers. I don't know. That's what they say. Yeah, this is a unique conversation because oftentimes in our culture, we have wanted to create equality of men and women, of course, which is without a doubt true. And yet there are some uniquenesses that tend to present themselves in the different genders. And so what I'm hearing you say is that one of those uniquenesses is maybe a softer approach to problem solving, maybe uh, definitely more multitasking, able to come up with solutions in a different way. I also heard you say that it really depends also not just on your gender, but on your personality type. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You got to know your personality type. And if you don't have patience and you're not good at organization and making lists and, you know, you have to have a, you have to have a certain personality to be in construction or project management or design because design's the artist, right? But project management and construction, that's a grind all day long. And you got to be good at talking to people and negotiating with people, be patient and be able to manage people and, and, and basically demand things without bugging people. But you're, you're basically a taskmaster all day long, all day long. And you got to know how to develop relationships because you don't want people hating you because you're calling them. <laughs> yeah. Cause so you're going to keep calling them. Yeah. And that's because that's your job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you talk about a particular project that you worked on out of the thousand remodels and custom homes that you've built that you feel like, you know, boy, in this particular situation, because I was a woman, I think things went better for me on that project, just not only because of my personality, but because of my gender. Well, I have some stories and one one or two come to mind where the husband and wife are having trouble making decisions and all of a sudden I become the mediator. So they're both talking to me behind each other's back and then they're both complaining or possibly arguing in front of me. So when I become kind of the soft but strong person in the middle, I always call me Austria, but I, I get in the middle and it's easier for people to talk to a woman than a man, I think, about their problems 
And um, these are problems of what color are the walls and what are we going to spend and what room are we, are we going to add on and what we're going to cut back. So I do think it's easier for some reason for clients to talk to a woman about issues or concerns because it gets pretty heavy and emotional in there. And I make a good sounding board because my other asset is listening. And and I usually have the answer because I'm like a little, you know, a designers and architects, we're almost like a little house therapist because we got to get pick their brain, the client's brain of what they want and then analyze it so it fits best design for them. So it's a whole process of analyzing thoughts and um, mediating between two. So that's where it comes in handy to be a woman because women like to talk to women. So do men, you know, because it's calming. So like a house therapist. Look at yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I'm like a, a life coach for a, a life coach, uh, which what I call it a remodel coach or a custom home coach, because you got to coach people through the process because they don't know the answers and they have them. There's like a thousand decisions and they don't know the answer. So you got to help them weigh the decision so they can make a good decision. And mm-hmm. it goes on all through the project. Mm-hmm. Have you found that there are male clients now? They have hired you. Obviously, you became a male. You became their um, contractor or designer, but they then were second guessing you along the way because you were a woman. Or did you find no? They hired me because they believe in me, and we're good to go. Well, I have a couple of young clients um, sometimes that are even older ones, but I have male clients that'll go ask anybody before they ask me an opinion because I'm not a man. So I've had that happen from some day one. They'll always ask someone else that one of their buddies, even if they don't have the expertise, because I think they're afraid to ask the question because they'll think they're stupid or they their question's dumb. But it happens to this day. These guys are running around talking to their buddies because they don't want to divulge what they do and don't know. So yeah, the woman can be being a woman is a hindrance in some cases because mm-hmm. they don't want they don't want to let it out the bag what they don't know. They want to via the know-it-all <laughs> and, the, and the masculine, you know, I, I got this. <laughs> right, right. I got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to me then about the bidding process or when people come to you as a potential designer contractor, do you have people that go, whoa, I didn't even know that there was a female-led contracting company. And that, talk to me, talk me through that. What are the reactions and things that people say and experience? Every day I get this, oh, I didn't know you were a designer too. Oh, I didn't know you were a contractor too. Because every time I meet new people, they assume, because I have long hair and the pretty girl, you know, oh, she must be a designer or she's an architect, but they don't assume you're the contractor too. So I actually have to explain it quite a bit because the more I get, I'm known in Orange County, so everybody kind of knows that I'm all three, but the... um when I get out there in the world, they assume that I've got some guy doing it, you know, and I no, I took the license, the test and got the license. I am the contractor. So it kills me that I still have to explain that because people assume. So. Mm-hmm. And how do you handle that when they assume uh, you, uh, you know, what do you, what do you say to them? How do you present yourself in that moment? I said, uh, let me just repeat, you know, um, it's right there on my website. I am the designer and the contractor. And I went to college for architecture design and and landscape design and all these things. And then I became a licensed contractor and I actually personally draw the plans and I 
personally run your job and there's no man under me doing this. So I have to kind of say it like that. And then they go, oh, okay. Oh, I get it. And then, and then they might, it might not sink in. Sometimes it takes two or three tries, but I just calmly explain it and laugh because it is hard to comprehend because no one else does it. So I don't fit into a box. So it's weird because I'm one of a kind and I don't fit into a box. So it's funny. And every person assumes a little differently. So it's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you're uh, quite patient for pe- with people and helping them get that into their brain. So, yeah, I don't, uh, I take it as a compliment that they're interested and I like correcting them because it helps all of us if they actually know. And I go out of my way to help them understand because when they see my contracts, oh my God, then there's a whole nother thing. Oh yeah. Cause I got to get them through 17 pages of legal documents that describe all this too. So it's a process, but that they don't understand it by the time they get to the contract, I just say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So how, how could the um, design architecture and particularly the, the construction, the contracting part of the industry, um, how could the industry play more of a role in recruiting and retaining women? I think if you offer some training or I was thinking of starting a foundation to offer um, education opportunities to get women qualified or interested in construction management, because it's just something to prompt them to think of that direction and then direct them to other companies that are doing it. There's a company in Iowa that's actually hiring women and training women. And uh, I believe it's called the pink hat and uh, like in pink hard hat. Um, So I would be, it'd be good if people offered opportunities of education so they didn't have to go out to school and just train them, you know, offer onsite training because you got to learn. You can't start green and no one hires you when you're green, right? So if they hire, offer training and train you for your position, that would be a a brilliant way to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how could, how do you see that women can play a role in raising up other women in the industry? Oh, well, get out there and do it and spread the word that it's possible. Like me, I tell everyone, you know, I'm proof it can be done. I did it, you know, but you have to give them encouragement and uplift them and give them resources and share with them other women that are doing it. Because there's more and more female architects, of course, and there's more and more female engineers, structural engineers, civil engineers. There's more and more of that females in the business over the last 30 years thankfully, but construction's still tricky because it's like, where do I fit in? I mean, I don't want to, you know, be a plumber or a carpenter, but you know, there's ladies on the internet that drive trains and cranes. I mean, you know, they're crane operators and, you know, but project management, construction management, because then you can work anywhere, including Mm -hmm. with homeowners. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's just say that a woman is listening. She's interested in getting into construction in some way. What would be your advice for her, to her? I've heard you say, get into construction management, get into project management. Mm-hmm. But, so she's heading down that road. What is your advice or wisdom that you'd want to share with her today? Well, look at project management, which is in construction management, because usually you have to work for a, a design firm, an architectural firm to get that experience. And you're in the design arena. But if you're working for a contractor, you're going to work with all the architects and the city and the engineers during the project management process. So you learn the whole scope when you work for a construction company and 
And the big construction companies, the multi-million dollar commercial ones, is a great place to start because there's more opportunity. But you can also work for your, a local contractor and construction management because trust me, guys that have small companies struggle with the con- project management, construction management, paperwork, paperwork and schedules. Everybody does. Everybody needs someone, needs help. And uh, it's nice to see women being hired for that position. Well, Julie, thank you so much for sharing your passion for women in construction today and uh, excited to see how our conversations continue to unfold. Yay. I'm so happy to have done this with you today. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the conversation today and we encourage you to follow Julie Lawton Design Build on all social media platforms so that you can get a behind the scenes look at Julie's life and leadership as she designs and builds beautiful custom homes. All the links are in our show notes available at julielawtonliving.com or by swiping up on your phone now. See you next time on Julie Lawton Living. Are you curious how Julie's experienced tremendous success in the male-dominated construction industry? Well, don't miss her exclusive interview on three secrets to success in a man's world at julielawtonliving.com slash secrets. That's julielawtonliving.com slash secrets. You can find the link in this episode's show notes to access the video now.